Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, your online counseling center no matter where you live. The Timothy Center is a marriage and family counseling facility in Austin, Texas, offering distance consultations for those that live outside the Austin area. If you have questions and you'd like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their licensed professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox. Hey everybody, welcome hey. to Paradox. I am Jimmy. And I am Jimmy. And uh, we're here today to talk about one of Seriously? the Christian parents. I'm Josh. Okay. Well, who did they think it was going to be? A guest host? Maybe. With this sultry voice, <laughs> yeah, it could, yeah, you're right, it could have been. Sorry, that's Josh on the other side. It's the day table. after Valentine's Day, it is. So, we're going to talk homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> there, this may, and we have a lot of people that bring kids in for Christian parents. This, for many Christian parents, this ranks among like your worst nightmare. Your child comes in and they say, Hey, mom and dad, I hate to break it to you, but I'm gay, and all the blood drains out of. A parent's head. Where does it go? Their elbows. Hmm. We thought we would talk about a good response for the parents. Yeah, because we get the parents coming into our office saying, fix our child. Yes, I want you to fix them. And and just to start there, there is no talking somebody out of it. There is no, well, did you you check Leviticus 14, verse 30? Oh, yeah, well, yes, I did. So I have seen the error of my ways. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen that way. I told one mom, I said, okay. Here's the deal. What can I say to you today to make you leave here and just go have a very raucous, enjoyable lesbian affair? Yeah, nothing. It's the same thing. Did you have to use the word raucous? Um, I might have used something else. But that's simply not the way it works. It's not a matter of you don't pray the gay away. Let's just put it that way. For the male homosexual, mm-hmm. female homosexuality is a bit different. You can pray the gay away there? Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily, but it's more dynamic. It's more than, fluid. Yes, it male homosexuality. Is. So common, in fact, are same-sex sexual encounters with females that, you know, the term lug, lesbian until graduation, hit the social vernacular. I've never heard of that in my life. Have you not? Just, just That's just your vernacular. Oh, yeah. Raucous lug. <laughs> And what you want to tell kids when they're not just so mad, and we'll get to that in a minute as well, is your mom and dad may not just be hate monger homophobes. It's just that their entire dream of what their family was going to look like, what your wedding was going to look like, imagining what your grandkids were going to, all those things just died. And so, yeah. They're going to have a little pushback on that. They're they're not going well, to. Well, and it flies in the face of strong religious conviction a lot yes. of the time. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, they're having a gosh. Now, my child is rejecting my God, and they're going to live outside the will of God for the rest of their life. I mean, people are, and it's a very gray area. But people question, you know, a homosexual that claims to be a Christian. People question whether they can be saved. They so, can I mean, do that or not. It's not even just a wedding 
15 years from now. I mean, it is. It is heaven. Yeah. I mean, it, for a lot right. of folks, it's that question. And it's important to understand, because we're talking about kids. We're not talking about adults. So we're talking about kids that are still living at home and kind of parenting them. Things are way different now. I have seen, gosh, over the years, so many of these situations. And there's a good number, probably a growing number of these that... You know, in the olden days, it was really bad to come out as being gay. That's why you got in the closet and you locked the door and you didn't come out. Today, it's socially advantageous to come out as being gay. You, you that's it's 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 a popular thing to do and be. I've got one kid that is as masculine as the day is long, just loves hunting and getting blood and that's pretty masculine shooting and. Just, just four-wheeling, just a great, great, great kid. Wouldn't suspect anything in the world. When he gets around a group of his female friends in seventh grade, his wrist gets limp all of a sudden, and he becomes flamboyant. He's attempting to gain social acceptance and popularity through this. Now, it doesn't mean he's not gay. It certainly could be. So I've just, over the years, seen so many of these situations where there are all sorts of, there's all sorts of things going on. There are those kids that from Christian families that they just cry, you know, please, God, don't let this be true. I don't want to feel this way. When all, you know, in the seventh grade, when all the boys started looking at all the girls, I started looking at all the guys and I didn't want it to be that way. And then you have those that just embrace it, want to get a t-shirt and march and want to just stick it sideways to their parents. And I've seen some of those that later, they did not turn out to be gay. That you know, This was all part of their teenage rebellion. It was, I'm an atheist, I reject your God, uh, I'm a homosexual now, I hope you're proud, you have made me reject my entire sex. So all of, the, I've just seen everything and everything in between. So it this can be an enormous stressor in the lives of families. Therefore, a lot of parents that, again, I see, they come to counseling saying, fix my child, because I don't want any of those things to come to fruition. Mm -hmm. And that then lends, of course, the child to feel pretty terrible about their relationship with their parents. Mm -hmm. And so ultimately, today's episode is to help coach you through that, if you're going through it, on how to share appropriately your beliefs on the subject, draw very strong guidelines and boundaries for what will and won't happen while you're still living in our home, as well as have the relationship actually flourish mm -hmm. and not be damaged because of this. Yeah. I mean, parents all the time, what should we do? Well, you love them. You love them. You love them regardless. Doesn't matter. You love them. Because at the end of the day, uh, the Bible never condemns homosexual feelings or thoughts. It condemns homosexual action. Mm -hmm. And so to say I'm gay or I think I might be or I've been attracted to guys, they haven't done anything sinful yet. Mm -hmm. And that's important for parents to understand. And when kids are minors and they're living in the house, there is no biblical difference between your kid who says I may be gay and your kid who says they may not be gay. Because from a biblical standpoint, the only kind of sexual relations that the Bible condones 
is a virgin guy, a virgin girl getting married and remaining faithful for the rest of their lives. That's it. Anything, any combo outside of that is wrong, biblically speaking. And let's just start here that, you know, for someone to look at the the totality of the Old and New Testament and believe that Scripture's silent on homosexuality, they are contorting themselves like a Chinese gymnast to try to make the Bible not say what it says. So we're not even arguing it from a biblical point, but it's no different from any other biblical sin. It's no worse than any other biblical sin, but it's a biblical sin. So with a kid... That is the position of this show, but there's a lot of believers that I respect that don't have that position, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Recording our Paradox podcast is a labor of love. We love exploring topics important to Christian families. We love bringing you interviews with authors, musicians, and podcasters that are shaping our world. Also, Jim loves to hear himself talk. See, I've been told that my voice is mellifluous. You have no clue what that means, do you? No. We also love making thousands of dollars. I know I do, if not you, Josh. I mean, we are, I don't know if y'all know this or not, but on this podcast, we are literally taking baths in $100. Jimbo, Jimbo, we're not making any money. And actually, as of right now, we're behind $2,500, so we're actually losing our shirts. But see, see, that's a negative confession. You seem to think that that's a problem. It's not a problem, my friend, because we have a Patreon account. Please consider supporting us on patreon.com backslash paradox. If you think the show has helped your family, if you believe in what we're doing, you can make a one-time contribution or set up a subscription. With your help, we can continue to bring healing to Christian families. That's what I call mellifry, mellifo. The word you're looking for is mellifluous. I don't think it's an essential to faith. I think that we as believers can condemn them and almost Mm -hmm. question their salvation, and that's not right. I mean, Jesus Jesus didn't say, believe in me and the right blues on homosexuality. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. So I I just, that's the position of our show. Oh, yeah. That the Bible is clear that it's wrong, but other well respected believers don't believe that, and that's okay. And my deal is yes, the Bible condemns that behavior, along with about 40 or 50 things that I do every day. So big deal. What do I have to say to them? How can I, you know, how can I point out their sin just because they're sinning differently than I am? So what is and is not an uber sin is not the issue. In fact, I believe that we make homosexuality out to be the uber sin because we tend to want to exaggerate sins that we're most likely not going to commit. So since I'm most likely not going to make out with a dude, that's the worst sin ever. Gluttony, not so much. You know, tax evasion, I mean, who doesn't scrimp a little bit? So, yeah, I mean, do do we, and in the church, and kind of to your point, do we in the church, because yes, every time Paul lists his, you know, his list of sins that are people are not going to inherit the kingdom of heaven, homosexuality is part of that. But so is, uh, you know, some, a slanderer and a robber and an adulterer. Adulterers make that list every time, too. And Jesus said quite plainly that if you divorce and remarry, you're committing adultery. So do we believers and do churches treat people who divorce and remarry exactly like we treat homosexuals? I think not. So that's not even what we're talking about. However, for these parents, it's important that we lead with loving them. 
Because to get into the kingdom of heaven, it's not believe upon the name of the Lord and don't be homosexual and you shall be saved. It's not what he said. Therefore, we love them. And when they're kids and they're in our house before they've sexually acted out, we treat it just like anything else. Because if they're going to do something sexual with another young man, it's going and it's your son, then it's... So you're going to treat that differently than if your son had a sexual encounter with a young woman? That's equally wrong, biblically speaking. But parents don't tend to run in here in a panic when that happens. We've got to understand that this biblical sin is no different from any other biblical sin, and we're to lead with loving our kids Yeah, so take regardless. a big breath and love on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else do we do from a parental standpoint? Let them know that, you know, this, love on them, yes, but make sure that they understand that that love can never, will never go away, period. No matter what choice they make, I, my love for you will remain absolutely the same. Somewhere along the line, and I think we got it from our spiritual ancestors, the Pharisees, that we believe that if we don't condemn something, our children will think we're condoning it. And I'm sure our children, through talks and whatever, know our stance on homosexuality. So we don't have to condemn, because to condemn it is going to be to condemn them. And it just, you know how I feel about it, that it's a sin. Just like if you were living with a girl outside of marriage, it would be a sin. I sin to, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's not to say that's any worse than any other it, or any, any worse than what I'm doing personally. Uh, and yet you've got to understand that's the way we feel about it biblically. And we always will. That doesn't mean we don't love you. It doesn't mean that we don't support you. It doesn't mean we don't accept you. It just means that that aspect of your life, just like if you were living with someone, just like if you were running an adult bookstore, just, I mean, you list all, there's a ton of things that we would say, we love you to death, but we're never really going to agree with maybe this aspect of your life, this one small aspect of your life. Yeah. And that's one of the things, you know, you're kind of talking, what do we do is from a parent's standpoint, and I I want to touch on several times, hopefully, kind of how we approach it from the kid's standpoint in counseling the children. And that's one of the things that I try to make clear, that if this is something that you feel secure in, that this is uh, not necessarily a struggle, that you're okay with it, and that you are same-sex attracted, don't make it who you are. Yeah. My heterosexual self is like 3% of who I am, yeah. but a homosexual has a tendency to make it 98% of who they are. Mm-hmm. Just because this is something that, just because you're a homosexual doesn't mean you have to grab a flag and petition and this be the only thing you ever talk about. <laughs> you need to be more dynamic than that. Mm-hmm. And as from a parent standpoint, you can have a relationship with them outside of their sexuality. By embracing what is one of the more popular tracks down the homosexual lifestyle is is basically sexual addiction, where you have, you know, the average homosexual has three to five hundred sex partners in a lifetime. The average heterosexual is like ten. So anybody, anybody, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or any of these sports guys, you know, that would just say, oh, I had thousands or I had hundreds. That's a pathology. That's nothing to brag about. Uh, that is a that is a, a, an emotionally vacuous way to live your life, and so you why'd know, you throw out cream? 
didn't he write that book? And he said he slept with twenty thousand women. That that was the only NBA player you could name. Like, I mean, just no, not Oscar, Jerry West, Oscar Robinson, <laughs> as I was saying. Any any of those current basketball players. But you know, it, what what's funny about? I think it was wasn't it him that wrote the book that he wrote? Slept with twenty thousand women. I don't. And they actually like did the numbers, and he would have to like sleep with 150 women seven days. Yeah, I think we he exaggerated a little, but anyway, it can be a dangerous thing for you just to embrace that and and run with that. You know, you've really got to be purposeful. As does a heterosexual when they go to college, and today it can be depending on what kind of a track you want to take through college. You know, dozens and dozens of women a guy would have sex with, you know, if they just kind of do the frat thing. And you can do that or you can choose. I'm I'm not going to go there that direction. You have two son-in-law frat boys. You got to be careful well, from picking on them. That's sort of who I was thinking about mm, yeah. when I said that. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. So love on them. Make sure that they know your stance, but don't constantly harp on your stance. For your child, encourage him to not, okay, so you have these thoughts. Don't make this all the totality of who you are. Mm-hmm. I also counsel my kids that that struggle with this. You don't have to throw a label on it today. You don't have to come out to everybody. Same-sex attraction is not homosexuality. If this is a question in your mind, or even something you kind of strongly believe that you don't necessarily have to do anything right now, you can sit on it and then actually become an adult where your brain's working correctly, and then make a decision. But it's not something that you have to. I had a, he was 11, and he, I'm a homosexual, yeah. and I get picked on it. I'm like, well, bud, you know, you can't. Nope, yeah. that's who I am. And it's like, huh? <laughs> you decided your sexuality at 11? At 11. And so just just That's why when you it. see some parents put a dress on a six-year-old boy, and okay. then they're going yeah. to give them... I don't want to get on a soapbox here. Gender-blocking drugs to, pro, excuse me, uh, puberty-blocking drugs. You know, that small, t- that child isn't anything. And research confirms over and over and over again in, with these transsexual kids that that kind of gender ambiguity, 80% remedies itself in um, after puberty. So when they're a child, they're not anything. They're not anything. They're a, they're a, uh, they're a stem cell. Well, their genitals might as well be their elbow. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just don't. At that point in yeah. time. So very difficult problem. Parents need to know that there are support groups. You know, for for what to do, how to, because so many of these parents, it's like they're reinventing the wheel. They don't know what to do, how to do it. And there are support groups that can help. So love on them. Make sure they know your opinion without harping it on it all the time. For the kid, he needs to, you know, not make this 98% of who he is. And he also needs to know that he doesn't have to make a decision right now and put a label on it. And ultimately, research tells us also that in large measure, this is this comes out of its birth out of a difficult relationship with the parent. And so you need to fight like H-E-L-L towards having a good relationship with your kid. Gottman, a marriage researcher, tells us that you need five positive interactions for every one negative maritally to be heading in a positive direction. Well, the same is true with your kid. What you might find is that you don't necessarily, not in all instances, but in a lot of these instances, you are very distant from your child. And so fight, fight, fight to have that positive relationship. You can't lose loving him. You can't mess up loving him. You just can't. Love it will cover up a multitude of parenting sins. 
if you don't hear anything else, you love them. No matter who, what, where, how, you love them. And from a therapist's point of view, there is no fixing. If a, if a child or a young adult, for that matter, is pretty solidified and is not bothered by these thoughts, mm-hmm. there ain't no fixing it. Mm-mm. Someone has to acknowledge a problem is a problem to be able to fix the mm-hmm. problem. Bringing a, him in or her in to a therapist and say, fix, know that that's a very difficult propo- and impossible proposition yeah. for a therapist if your child doesn't think this is an issue. Yeah. All right, guys, if you want more information about this show, it's paradoxpodcast.com. You can click on the episode tab. If you want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, that info is there as well. Check us out every Thursday, 2 p.m. Central on Facebook Live. We answer viewer questions. Thanks so much. Bye. See ya. Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com. Next time on Paradox. In the Christian circles, we, you know, we, we talk about the attacks from the outside, and they're there. But it, it, it seems as if oftentimes what really causes people to fall is the implosion from the inside when our character weakens or the, the burdens of our, of our responsibility, the pressure of our roles is greater than our character.